Well, 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 here we are back again in the saddle uh, over here at uh, wildwoogaders.com. Uh, well, it's been a while since we've talked to you. We said we were going to try and get something up uh, sooner, but uh, that was uh, many miles ago. Here it is, March 14th, and we were hoping to get something up by the 27th of February, but, you know, what are you going to do? We keep on riding, we keep on playing, and uh, and, and we have to get into the studio and start doing this stuff. So, uh, well... Well, at least we've been working on the website in the meantime, and we've been uh, catching up with some old friends. We took a ride over to Staten Island to see Big Nose Cates and uh, Johnny Wacko and a couple of other people that we know over there. And, uh, well, it was fun. We recorded some stuff. We'll get that up on the air, uh, well, hopefully shortly. And I've been catching up with some other people on our uh, little blog space over there, like uh, SARS. Hey, how you doing, baby? And, uh... A couple of other things. Oh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Cousin Christine over in uh, Heidelberg, Germany. How do you like that? She's been listening in lately. So uh, we'll give her a thrill and say hello. Uh, and keep busy in that operating room. Yeah, she's a doctor over there. So uh, let's see. What do we got? We still got the second half of our uh, hijacking story and other shenanigans that went on up there in uh, White Plains, New York. We had some fun with the guys, and uh, we'll bring that to you. In the meantime, we're working on getting some of those uh, shirts together, those Stop Snitching shirts, the ever-so-popular shirts that everybody seems to be wearing nowadays. So um, we're going to get those in short order, uh, put them up on the website. Hey, if you want one, check on in. Plus, we're going to get a couple of our uh, Wild Boogada t-shirts going. And uh, we'll see how that works out. Maybe we'll have some fun. Maybe you can submit some designs. Go to the blog and uh, upload a picture. If you want to see it, man, we'll take it into consideration. Who knows? So uh, without further ado, we'll bring you back to the second half of our fabulous day at uh, the Harley-Davidson dealership. Uh, Reggie Pink's up there in White Plains, New York. All right. We will talk to you in a few. <laughs> oh my god i you know listen i got a i got a scary story uh-oh four or five years ago i buy a brand new uh, chevy cavalier 100 miles on it i'm dating this girl at the time i only went for three months we take a ride up to canada Quebec City. She wanted to go to that St. Anne's Church where they cure people. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, I have. So we're we're in New York State away. We'll drive for hours and hours and hours. I look at her face and she got this big red blotchy thing. I go, wow, what's that on the side of the cheek? And this girl was so vain about herself. The mirrors come out. So she says, oh my God, take her to the hospital. But for what? She goes, I need a cortisone shot. She got a goddamn spider bite. Go down about two hours. Don't worry about it. My, my the rest of my trip came hell. Oh, Remember no. how vain Edie was, right? Oh, so, no. So we go, we're driving, now she's harping on me, take me to the hospital, take me to the hospital. Why are you taking me to the fucking hospital? <laughs> You're a freak. It's going to go down. Anyway, we get all the way up to Canada. I show my ID card. They wave me on. I cross the border. We drive, we drive, we drive. We go through Montreal. I get up to Quebec. So let's check in. We're in the hotel lobby. I look at her, I said, I'm going back. She goes, what? Going back. She said, I'm going back to New York. I said, I'm not staying here for 10 days with you. I said, you're a fucking psycho. She goes, you're a psycho. We just drove 10 hours. You're going to go back? I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I go, 
I'll be right back. I'm going to St. Anne's Church. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to come back. And we're going. And we're going. So I had to look around for the St. Anne's Church because that's why I drove up there. Yeah. To see what the hell was going on. Yeah. So I check it out. I go, okay, yeah, that, that. I come back and she ready? She goes, I'm not going. <laughs> well, you know what? You're a big girl now. You take care of yourself. See ya. She didn't think I was going. I got right in my car. <laughs> I took off. I took off. She flew back. Oh, shit. She's waiting for you when it got back. Oh, my God. I get down to the border now. I have to drive. And now, you have to understand something. I've been up for 24 hours. I got a brand new car. The only thing I got in my car is a bag of apples, like 12 apples. And my little bag on my clothes. I had the long hair back then. I get to the border about 1 o'clock in the morning, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. I pull up. The lady says to me, DEA agent says, oh, License, please. She takes my license and she puts it underneath the windshield wiper. She says, Can you proceed over to that building over there? So I'm thinking this is protocol. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> okay. So I go over to the building. I'm looking down, I'm sitting in my seat. I'm looking at a map. I got the light on, looking down. I look up. I see four DEA agents walking out toward me. Tumor holding doors, German Shepherds. I look up. Out of the car, please. Follow me. Pop the trunk. Takes my freaking bag. Takes my apples. And we walk. Now I'm still thinking this is normal. Yeah! It's apples! Can I eat one? No! <laughs> <laughs> There's a long shelf like this. He takes all my stuff out of my, my bag. He, he asks me for my wallet. I give him my wallet. He takes every piece of paper out of my wallet. Everything. And he, and he has it all laid out on his countertop. He's taking the apples and he takes all of them right in half and he's splitting them. So now I'm saying to myself, Smiling something else. Now I look at so Wait a minute. I'm looking out the window. I'm looking at my car. My seats just are on the ground. They took everything apart. I separated the car. I had 100 miles on. Oh my God! I didn't have my passport going back. She had my passport in her bag. So they kept me. They kept me in there, interrogating me. What are you doing up in Quebec City? So look, I was on vacation for 10 days. I broke up with my girlfriend. We had an argument. I came back. They didn't believe me because I had a brand new car. I went from New Jersey. And you came back the same day, like you. Exactly. I did like 2,000 miles in 24 hours. Ah, yeah, it looks a little fishy. It did. It did. Oh, man. <laughs> I go, look, I spent nine years in the Navy. I'm honorably discharged. I did five years of drugs with the drug cartel down in the Caribbean. You know, I, I said, look, what's my military, military record? I said, what's on my DD-214? Check the clock goes by four o'clock now. I'm like, I'm going to jail. These guys are going to plan something. Yeah. We get out. It's like that Volkswagen commercial. <laughs> Where they take everything apart. The guy toned. I must have lost nope. 10 pounds in six hours. I, so I swear. Holy man. I'm like, these guys are going to plan something. They're going to Yeah. Eight o'clock. The tar is crowded with people in there now, right? DA agent walks in and says, Come with me. Hands me my bag, says, You're released. Did you put my car back together? Walking out to my car, and I look up at him, I said, Tell me the truth. Were you guys just bored because it was 2 o'clock in the morning? You need somebody to fuck with? Yep. Get out of here. Oh, man, you took my car apart for nothing, son of a bitch. There's a sport, man. That's what this dude Let's Let's uh, run a drill. We're going to use him. Car apart in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch.
watch him put it back together. <laughs> Here's a wrench. Son of a bitch. You hit the bolts, mix them all the Here's your seat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still so scared of my life. Boy. All right, so, uh, you know. Came in here for six hours. I was scared to death, too, man. I was like, I was just drunk Boy, having a good time. I know. I got a federal offense. I was like, I was just drunk, man. I was just having a good time. It's really, I'm on vacation. I didn't do Round and round and round. I'm sorry. It was. There's no. I don't have planting explosives. <laughs> Check my bags. They did. They went through everything. Right on the tarmac. They never let me move. It was 150 degrees out there. But we stood right there. Those those uh, Bahamian police. Never moved, never moved. They were all around me. The feds are in the inner circle, and the stewardesses, the, the captain, the copilot, everybody was on a, the, 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 the crew on that plane all came to have their input as to what they saw and what they did and what happened. And I was like, I didn't even know you were there. Where'd you come from? But we were over the middle of the ocean when I did this. So it was a toss. Yeah, it was like either turn around and go back or whatever. So we'll just... What airline was it? Um, American Airlines. Wow. American Airlines. Yes, indeed. You too. <laughs> Oh, that's funny, man. That's God, funny. I swear to God, I was wearing a I was wearing a Doc's Harley Davidson shirt. Doc's up there in uh, in uh, the, what's the Woodstock exit? The Saugerties. He's in Saugerties. I had it on, so I went up there a couple of months after. I it, well, it was it was like summer because this was like February, so it had to be like May, June. I went up there and I told him the story. I says, you know, I was wearing one of your. Don't give me that kind of advertising. I don't need that. Take my shirts off. Take them off. Because <laughs> I had to take off my clothes off. They had to search me. <laughs> I had to talk so hard. You would have went to jail for the rest of your life. Oh my God, you would have never seen me again. I would have been done. Done. That's. Oh, yeah. Yell. This is a hijacking? I want to take this plane to Cuba? Oh my God. <laughs> I did it in a cheap Spanish accent. <laughs> I want to take this plane to Cuba. <laughs> on my part. I don't know what the fuck I, I wasn't thinking. I was drunk out of my head. It's the power of alcohol. Oh my god. Real <laughs> quick. Oh my god. When I when I saw when I looked around and saw them down there, oh god, it hit me. I knew they were there for me, man. And I tried to walk right by them. Yo, what son of a bitch? <laughs> bitch you. Hey man. Yeah, question him. Yeah, you take him. I'm out of here. Oh my God! What happened about ten years ago? My friend and his wife they got married down in Vegas. Boy, these sex toys. About 10, 15 years ago. Before they get really strict. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes through the radar thing. They thought she had a gun. Oh. And they made her empty that out. She says, "No, I'm not empty out the bags." They want to do it in front of everybody. Yeah. Well. Took it in the back room. That happened to a lady not that long ago, down in Newark, I heard. Really? There you go. Yeah! Oh, my God. Yeah! I was going to do that with Dana when me and Dana when we went to Atlanta at the beginning of the year. I said, I should take a bunch of porn movies that are jamming in there. So, and I know they're going to stop me, which they did. I was like, let's just fuck with them. I, was, I, was, I jammed a bunch of porn movies and then opened up the bag. I was like, damn. You know? You know? You know, you see the way Ed dresses, right? And the way I'm dressing. Now, we all look basically similar, but Ed's always neat and clean. Yeah, he just 
always looks neat and clean. From biker garb, he just seems to look. We go down to the Cream concert last week, the week before. Oh, how was it? Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. It wasn't the Eric Clapton was, show, it was Cream. Over four grand a piece. Some tickets. Some tickets were real expensive. Well, <laughs> we get to the front door. Ed's got Ed's got a recording device in the back of his Heinz. You know, he's got the little pouch, and he's got a digital camera in his inside pocket. Me, I took everything off. I left my keys in his car. We took the train. I, all the stuff, I left it all behind. I was clean, except for an Altoids can, right? We get up to the thing to give the tickets. I got wanded. I got patted down. I had to take my glasses out, the Altoids can out, open everything up, everything. They looked at it, they went, what's that noise? He goes, oh, it's just buttons. And he goes, okay. <laughs> so go the we came together. He walked in. He recorded the whole fucking concert. We took pictures, mini videos, everything. <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, what the fuck? I was there, I got the whole thing patted out on the weird It's an Altoids can. It's candy. No, I went through it. The fucking New York police are all over me. They let Ed go. He's standing like this, Mr. Dapper Biker. They walk He walk right in. They went like this. What's that sound? Buttons. Oh, okay. Take nothing out of his mouth. He had the camera. He had all this crap. Walk right through. The concert was awesome. He got the tickets as a birthday present, right? The guy says, "Look," he says. I'm an old guy. He says, I wasn't going to go stand online to be the first one there to get you prime seats. He says, I know it's your birthday. Don't pay attention to what the seats. Seats said, they were the nosebleed seats, and it said, printed out, behind the stage. So we would have been looking at their balding heads, or instead of their wrinkly faces. But that's okay. They played like it was off the album. It was fucking awesome. Wow. He even did, he even, they even broke into Stormy Monday because it was raining like hell that wow. day. Absolutely fabulous. I can't, I can't, it was great. Well, he says, we got the inn. We go over there, we go to gate 61, see John. We look around, I said, you know what John looks like? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's looking for us. I went, he's looking for us. The place is jammed. I went, he's looking for us. I said, there's only 20,000 people here. The fuck is he going to find us? Now, granted, not many people looked exactly like us. They were all dressed in their hippie garb and they brought their kids with them. Uh, the last time they played was 1970. We go to gate 61, we look still around. you wearing the same thing you had on tonight. I looked exactly the same. I haven't changed. Even my hair is still on. So, so he said, we go over, we ask an usher, um, where's John? The guy goes, he points to this old guy. He's about this high. He's got gray hair. So we go walking over to him. John? And he goes like this. <laughs> I swear to God. He walks over to him and he goes, I just wanted to relay a personal message. Jack Kellogg says, to say hello. And when he did that, he slipped in 20 bucks. He goes, oh, Jack, oh, I love that guy. Your seats are right over here. What's up, Eddie did? Slipped in 20 bucks? Slipped in 20 bucks. That was the deal. Tell him Jack Kellogg said hello. Slipped in 20 bucks. 20 bucks. He puts us down. If there was the blue line right down the center of the garden, we were just here. Here's the stage, right? Uh, we're just over here. First row, one level up. We sit in number one and number two seats. Okay? He goes, it'll change. What's your prank? Hey, Tommy. It's on a bike. Um, yeah, yeah. This weather's supposed to be more nice. Like this. Yeah, thunderstorm. Believe it or not, this time of year, thunderstorm. 
So he goes, don't worry, it'll change once or twice. He goes, but I got you. We sit down. No one comes for the seats. One song, two songs. At the end of the second song, somebody shows up. Oh, I'm sorry, are we in your seats? We get up, we go walk back, we see John. He goes, we come on the other side of the blue line now, about four sections up, closer to the stage. Two seats right in the center. <clears throat> sit over there, he goes. Two more songs went by, people come. These expensive tickets, right? Oh, sorry, we're in your seats. We got up, we see John. John goes, it's the last one. He slips something to the other guy and he goes, we moved another four sections up. We were like, yeah, this to the stage. <laughs> First row, one level up. One level up, we move right up there and we see some people come down now in the middle of the show, like six, seven songs in. And the guy goes like this, no, no, your seats are right here. He put them somewhere else. We stayed for the rest of the show right oh there on $60 nosebleed tickets. We were right there. <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> Fucking guy hooked us up. We recorded the whole thing. <laughs> I'll make you a CD. <laughs> What a, birthday gift. what a fucking birthday gift that was. That's why the guy said, he goes, I know people. Don't worry about it. October 20th. Oh, March 24th. Oh, okay. Eh, it's close enough. Close enough. But yes, he said, yeah, don't pay attention to what the seats are. He goes, they will be good. And wow, they were good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it was a good fucking concert. <laughs> And I didn't have to pay for the thing because Ed works for the train. Put the flash the pass and we rode for free down and up and even on the subway. <laughs> then he took me up to his office. That's always as good as the airplane story. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he takes me to his office. He works in the, what they call the submarine on the seventh floor in Grand Central. It's like men in black. We walk down this one corridor behind the oyster bar. It's all nice, shiny, white marble, everything. And there's an elevator. It's got listings for offices up to the sixth floor. And I said, thought you worked on the seventh. He goes, we get into the elevator and there's button number seven by itself. It's all crusty and dirty. I thought, we look, look around, there's no schedule for seven. He presses seven. The door opens up. All this That's mahogany. Yeah, all this mahogany and glass and cameras. Everything takes out a special little card. Zips. We get in one. Waves. Zips. We get in past the second thing. We go in there. Banks and banks of computers. Four banks for one for New Haven, uh, Harlem, Hudson, and two for New Haven. And all these banks of computers, you know, monitors here. The giant board where all the trains are moving and I don't know who you can turn off the electricity. He opens up the, the drawers, shows me all the layouts of every circuit breaker down to the... That's what he does. He controls the electricity. And I said, how come there's two, two banks of uh, controls for New Haven? Whoa, because the rich people, <laughs> they start living. There's all these computer geeks back there. I don't know how Ed works with these guys. they got that gold bottom glass, the hair that looks like Einstein. <laughs> Button-down shirts. <laughs> They're sitting back there. Hi, hi. Oh, you ready, friend? How are you? <laughs> we couldn't take any pictures because you can't take. There's no windows. There's no nothing. And you, they got sleeping quarters, food. It's a, it's a submarine on the seventh floor. You can't see in. You can't see out. And it's all lit up. And it's all painted black. All you see is the giant board. The board goes from that corner there to say the genuine auto parts. Huge. It has every train track. It has every level of this, of uh, Grand Central. This level, that level. This uh, all trains, everything. Yeah, quite a while, too. yeah thirty years. Uh, Nineteen eighties, thought. Oh, wow. Twenty five years. Twenty five years. Ain't that a bitch?
first time you ever went down there with him? The first time I ever went into the Men in Black outfit there. Yeah, he's like, it was the middle of the night. It was like midnight. He goes, come on, I can take you up. She's in the customers down here. Secret Service dudes, like huh? presidents, bodyguards. I mean, uh, yeah, you never know, man. Like, don't look like guys like you. Yeah, you never know. Secret Service guys, uh, um, special forces in the city, all kinds of yeah, shit. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. I had the president of uh, Clinton a couple years ago. This guy's coming in like this one outfit, like green jumpsuits. And dude, I had the same thing when I was in the Navy. He goes, well, we're the pilots for the president on his helicopter. We just landed here. I'm going to get some oh, t-shirts. Oh, How cool is that? Oh, Air man. Force one. They flew Air Force One, the helicopter. For Clinton? For Clinton. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, they came in here and got a bunch of t-shirts, man. Wow, man. How cool is that? I remember one day the, the doorbell rang at my house. <clears throat> I get up on a Saturday morning. I walk over there. I open the door, and there's this guy. He's got to be 6'6", blonde hair. Absolutely neat as a pin. He looked like his entire body just came out of the dry cleaners. He's got the silver glasses on. And he's standing there and he goes, Mr. Giza? And I said, Yeah? Who the fuck are you? CIA. <laughs> I went, Oh man, I wasn't there. It wasn't me. I swear to God. He just looked at me. No crack. And he gives a little bit of a smile and he goes, I'm not here for that. I went, Oh, thank you, God. <laughs> Where the fuck are you here? <laughs> and I went, uh, yeah, yeah, is this about that plane? <laughs> what plane? Never mind. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, it's a question about your neighbor, John. And I went, John over, over here, two doors down? That's the neighbor. Um, what do you think of him? I think he's a nice guy. Ever do anything out of the ordinary? I went, oh man, he's come to some of my parties, if that's where you're going with this. And he goes, really? He writes it down. And I said, I said, what, what, what was wrong? I said, I, I, not that I need to pry, but why are you here? And he goes, he's applying for a job at the CIA. We need to know. I was like, oh, thank God. I said, ah, oh, fuck, you know, John, no, I started talking about guys and I didn't. I was like, no, he's a good guy. He's never out of the order. Same thing in the military, they do that. They yeah, like four, canvas. Like 14s and shit like that. Yeah, got to know who. They'll come to your neighborhood. Yeah. And they'll hang out with your friends. I had a top secret clearance. They actually hey, went Tony to Austria to talk to a friend of mine. Well, I think they sent, they sent the local, the guy from the local, the United States consulate went and interviewed this guy that I knew in Austria. Oh, man. In Austria. In Austria. Holy shit. They, they'll do the military. They'll, they, they'll yeah. They'll invest millions of dollars in you. They want to know. If, you fly like if the you're airport, flying the millions of dollars worth of stuff? They'll guy into your home neighborhood, and so they're going to be all friends and shit. Oh. oh, yeah. The FBI agents came all over here. They've talked to everybody I worked with at, at Reggie, at uh, Paulding Cycle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They went there. They talked to all them. How they went you? to everybody. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you know Tony? Yeah, I know Tony. Yeah, I know Tony. You're out. Oh, yeah, we used to party, man. He's got the best herb in the world. Yeah, next you're thing out. you know, you're out. Yeah. I used to have my parties at the house, right? Invite 40, 50 people and 200 show up. Okay. I didn't know who was what was it. As long as you didn't steal or break anything and you paid the 10 bucks to get past the door to cover the food and the liquor. The band was always for, I had a live band in my diner. I'd take the furniture out and put it on the porch and put a live band with lights and everything. Put my kids to bed right above the band. They'd sleep right through it. I swear to God, 200 people in the house. 
it was unreal in my house. All these people, hey, they're laughing, they're shaking your hands, right? Now we form the club, right? The public animals. We have uh, Gillian's Pub. We're in there. One of my, the guy was my vice president at the time, Bill. He comes walking in, he goes, we got a problem. I said, what? He said, uh, there's somebody outside taking license plates. I said, who's taking license plates? He goes, it's the FBI, man. I said, what? Let me go see what the hell's going on. I go walking out. Sure enough, the guy had the FBI hat on. He had it on the back of his jacket, FBI. And I see FBI on the back. And he's standing over there taking down the lights. All of the guys in the club. At the time, there were 16 of us, right? And he's just about getting to my bike. And I come over and I went, um... Can I help you? He turns around, he goes, Hey, don't, let's go. He was at my parties. I went, Bob? Bob? He goes, Yeah, man. What? Are you with the FBI? He goes, Oh, yeah, that's what I do during the day job. And why are you taking my license plate for? Why don't you just come to my fucking house and ask me if you got problems? And he goes, Your club went to an Angel's party last week, right? I went, Yeah. Got it's routine. Got to do it. Anybody who goes to the Angels party has to get investigated. You're it. And I, I went, okay, that's fine. And after he takes everything down, he goes, oh, by the way, remember at your last party, I was telling you that I do tank detailing? Call me up, man. He goes, I come over, I'll paint your tank for you. I got this great skull design. I think I'm oh, look at him. I go, I'll never fucking call you again. You want me to come over to my house and do my tanks? We were talking about it. I didn't know you were all fucking feds. You standing in my house watching this shit go on. Didn't say a word. But there he is. I'll tell you, oh, I got to do my job, man. They call me. You shut up the interest party. I'm sorry. But wow. don't worry about it. It's just a matter of detail. Thanks. <laughs> when he turned around, he went, hey, Tom, how's it going? I went, Bob? I swear to God, he was just stuck up. All dressed up in his thing. I just see his round, chubby little face there. I went, I swear to God. You were standing in my house talking about my fucking tanks, you motherfucker. No clue. No clue. George Florida, I'm about ready to get out of Navy. I had a boat. I go to sell this boat, right? Having a side of the road for sale side. This guy calls me on one day, says, I'm interested in the boat. Take my test drive, we're hanging out, then we go out to dinner, we're having drinks. A little older than me, right? Next day, he calls me up and says, You're ready, think you can come down to my office? I definitely want the boat. And where you work at? And he was like, he was like a rear admiral in a fleet. He was like, he was the president. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. You like it, huh? Looking good. A month later, I go to the prison to go visit her father. And um walks up to me and says, I was in like Flint, man. Twenty six dishes in my head, but didn't write my book. Then he says, What are you, an asshole? I don't know what's wrong. 
I was working on the one in front of me. Yeah. The one behind me, you know. <laughs> Say, well, nobody had my back, you know. I was by myself. There's only so much I could do. <laughs> Thank God it was only 26. <laughs> Just stab them in the eye. Just fucking stab them in the eye. Yeah, yeah, thanks. It's hard to do when the blood's uh, pouring. Can't get out of the Yeah, look yeah. at the time. Got to go. <laughs> I got a horse I got to go buy. <laughs> oh, my God. Boy, that was over in Suffern. Old town and... You ever go to Suffern? I go into Suffern, but I don't like know the old town. I've never been in a day in my life. That's where the fight broke down. Oh, Jesus. The old town. Yeah, the local stupidity is like, hey, let's fuck with the new guy. I know, I know. <laughs> Jesus. Last night I was talking to all the bartenders there at the Red Rock, and they're all going like this. See, look, look, look. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 I got the boxers break. <laughs> well, let me feel their lumps from the guys they had to hit. They broke their hands. <laughs> Oh, wow. I swear to God, every one of them had a lump from where they broke their hand hitting somebody. I was like, damn, man, no. <laughs> you gotta hit him like this and dot the eye, I think. <laughs> you never break your hand that way, think. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I know. What is it? Four o'clock? <laughs> oh, it is five o'clock. Different sunglasses. We took a nice ride to Phoenicia. I took a pair of clear glasses, stuck them in my vest. Uh, my vest. How's these probably? Oh, son of a I hope we don't come back in the dark, and we did. Oh, I'm gonna have in the dark sunglasses like that. That's that's a fucking tough ride, man. It was tough, but I can't see anything in the road. Like, did you? I know, man. Up the line. Up the line, man. You, you. There's a lot of fucking road hazards. You know what I mean? Down here, you worry about the potholes, but you can ride over the potholes. Tough to ride over a carcass or a fucking alligator piece of a tire. All that shit's always up the road there. It's never down here. Well, you know what? Maybe because they clean the roads down here for that shit every once in a while. But up there, they let the shit stay. I pass more crap like that on the road. It's all, who cleans these fucking roads? What, are you yeah. waiting for another car to hit it out of the way and it goes on the side of the road? What the fuck? That's twice this month I had to ride back in the dark with... Dark sunglasses. Oh man, uh, I always keep the clear inside, man. <laughs> That's a big difference. Yeah, shit, yeah. I can't, I can't handle that. It's, it's, it's like driving without your headlights on. Yeah, you really gotta concentrate. Yeah, oh yeah, shit, yeah. After a couple of beers, and then with <laughs> concentration goes down. We split off. Everybody lived in Westchester, oh. so they took Newburgh Beacon. I had to go straight. Oh go through, um, man, Stone King Mountain all the way through. By yourself? Freaking dark sunglasses. My God. Cars on your ass, you know. Yeah, because you're going slow. You go, yeah, you know what? Why don't you get ahead of me so I can see where the fuck I'm going? You know, <laughs> you know the passes, yeah. yeah, I know. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> okay, let's go. You don't see your car for like freaking an hour. Yeah, that's another pain in the ass too. There's no lights on the road, not even cars. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready. <laughs> Got your oil. Dude, it was fun. Lots <laughs> of fun. Good to see you guys again. Right. Good seeing you. We will catch you later. <laughs> Good seeing you. <laughs>
Oh, God. This one is NRHD. Oh, we're leaving. NRHD. See you And so there you have it, the complete hijacking story in all its glory, from start to finish, right out there on the bleeding edge of reality, and a few other stories that go along with it. Oh, I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we've got more to come, so uh, hey, keep smiling, keep riding, keep laughing, and uh, keep on listening in. Uh, we'll be back shortly. Let's hope it is shortly this time around. All right, have a good one. Bye now.